Hey everyone, it's Ophie. Welcome back to Starstruck. I'm here with Virgo extraordinaire Rebecca Gordon of Rebecca Gordon Astrology, author of Your Body and the Stars, regular on Dr. Oz, true Virgo wellness medical astrologer and teacher. So welcome. I'm so glad you're here. What did I miss? I know you have a long <laughs> list of accomplishments. So. That's great. That's enough. So happy to be here. Yeah. Thanks so much. I'm really excited to dive into our topic today. Eclipses. She she nabbed the eclipses. She's I love those eclipses. Yeah, and I snagged them. That's right. You snagged them and it's perfect because we are both mutable signs, Virgo and Sag. So we like to think we're comfortable with change. I don't know. I love change. I mean, for me, eclipse season is like my favorite time of year. Is it? Okay. Do you like eclipse season? You know, there's always that excitement of, ooh, what's going to happen? But then like, yeah. oh God, what's going to happen? But I, I do. I like the charge of it. Exactly. But I feel like the, the great thing about it is you always know that eclipses are in your best evolutionary intent. Like, you know that they're there to basically make corrections yeah. and well, you show you. Know. And if you don't know now, you know. Right? Yes. Eclipses are really here to help you. And they can absolutely show you where your life has gotten thrown off course. Because, yeah. I mean, I know, like, sometimes we just can be going on these trajectories that are not really in alignment with our soul. And eclipses mm -hmm. are there to say, it's like a boomerang effect. It's like they just yeah. reel you right back in yeah. and get you on mission, on path. So yeah. that's why eclipses are like my heart, my favorite time yeah. of year. Even though you know your life's going to get thrown upside down, it's going to be like in the best of ways. <laughs> and one thing we have in common in addition to our love of aliens and extraterrestrials and technology is that we both like to talk about success and entrepreneurship and astrology. So. I feel like eclipses are kind of like the successful person's uh, helping agent in a way, yeah. because you know when you're out of alignment, like you're saying, they kind of are like, all right, they're like these coaches that kind of come in and crack the whip. Oh yeah, yeah. This is a really tough coach, though. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's like okay, stop yeah. messing around. Let's clear the decks of the stuff that's not working. Yeah, no mind for what is comfortable, what you like, what you don't like, all that cushy stuff is just thrown out the window. Yeah. And eclipses are saying you need to focus on this. But the reason we're here today as well is because we are going to give you the eclipse forecast of the year so that you can navigate the weather best to your advantage. And this will ultimately triple your success throughout the year. Trip. So big promises, but those eclipses live up to it. I think so. I think they if do. you can get all of those parts of you in alignment with where the eclipse is at in your chart, you are golden. So we are going to give you those special times of year and places where the eclipses will activate in your life and in your chart so that you can really be well prepared and your success will be tripled. Tripled, she says, and maybe quadrupled even because they are in Capricorn too. So we're gonna raise the bar for you eclipses of 2020 your job to well, deliver. The reason I'm talking success is because this first eclipse is freaking conjunct Jupiter, the yes. planet of good luck, success, and abundance. Yeah. And that's why I'm so excited about these 2020 eclipses. Yeah. So we have one right on the cusp of 2020, uh, the Capricorn new moon solar eclipse. Just for a little context for the new newcomers to astrology, there are four to six eclipses every year. Mm -hmm. And I think of them as turbocharged new and full moons. 
you know, the astronomy, astronomy of them is, you know, we'll explain it. Uh, but um, yeah, so there, there are these big pushes off the fence. And we're ending 2019 with the December 26 Capricorn solar eclipse, which is a real sort of push into the new year. So how do you see that one? It's, it's together with Jupiter, the planet of good luck. Absolutely. So this first eclipse is really going to set the tone for your whole year of 2020. And I think it's one of the best eclipses because it is conjunct Jupiter, the planet of luck. And it's also making a beautiful angle to the planet Uranus, which is yeah. the planet of change. So it's really showing us that you can make changes that otherwise were more daunting, where you felt things were stuck before. You should be able to find the momentum you need to make these sweeping life shifts. So that's why I'm really psyched about this whole December 26 yeah. eclipse. And they're in Earth signs, which is nice because they won't, you know, Earth, the Earth will keep our feet on the ground, even as we see, it's, it's really the perfect way to end the decade, I think, because it's like, here's your plan, here's where you want to get into action, and then, and then we're starting the year with an, a Cancer lunar eclipse, full moon, the solar eclipses are at the new moons, and the lunar at the full, so, yep. yeah, so we're going to, um, in 2020, there are eclipses on the Cancer Capricorn axis and then the start of a series on the Gemini Sag. But we're going to focus in our talk on the Cancer Capricorn because they're predominant for the first half and change of the year. And that's what you really want. You know, we want to get you in the groove for that. So absolutely. Let's talk about those Cancer Capricorn let's eclipses. Do it. I feel like I really want to give everybody listening first a sense of like what just general rules for eclipse season yeah, before we it. dive in. Okay, great. So the first thing is um, eclipses sort of fly into the window. They fly in your life unexpectedly. Things will happen that are um, out of the ordinary. And that said, they need time to find a place in your life and they need spaciousness in your life the best thing you can do is clear the decks as much as possible i feel like people really need to clear their schedules open up space and time create some emptiness in your life because truthfully nothing new can live if you don't have space for it and most people you know the people that really freak out during eclipse season are mostly freaking out because they don't have space for this new concept that really wants to enter their life the best thing you can do is ultimately clear out things that are not in your best interest anymore make space within your heart in your mind in your life in your home throw things out clear the decks that open yourself such good virgo wisdom to declutter virgos will always <laughs> find a way to get you to throw stuff out <laughs> and you know what they're right you know look at this mess there's an eclipse coming is it gonna get there Better first or are up? you yeah i love it exactly so love it love it and uh, yeah absolutely okay. that's, that's so clean your house though yeah make space for change mm -hmm. yeah create some emptiness and spaciousness in your life great advice you know jokes aside anything else you want to add to that no go on let's hear more of your okay. i do want to ask a question because we hear eclipse season um, how long is the season? I know that, you know, in your 
you know, some people say three to five days around each eclipse is the t is the time of impact. Some people say a, a month apart. They usually okay. come within a month or I so say of each eclipse, other. Yeah, for me, eclipse season is a month before the first eclipse and a month after the last eclipse. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it started November 26th. And because here's the deal. 2019. Of 2019, because the first eclipse is December 26th. And Eclipses work in an interesting way that sometimes if there's an eclipse on December 26th, you're going to see the impact of it actually resonate on November 26th and on January 26th as well. Mm -hmm. So it's very interesting the way that works out. So that's why I consider it a month before. Yeah. You're going to start to feel pings of it in your life. Yeah. It's like an eclipse an sandwich on either side yeah. of the month. Yeah. And then there's the big crescendo in the middle where it's yeah. all going down. Yep. Okay. So yeah, we're going to talk about this lunar as well, which is in Cancer. It happens two weeks after the solar on January 10th. January 10th, 2020. That's the mm -hmm. first official eclipse of 2020. It's a Cancer full moon. And so we're looking at the Cancer Capricorn axis. And, and let's talk about that because these eclipses on, uh, between those two signs have been going on since July, 2018. They started then and we had a lot of them in 2019 that you probably felt. Cancer and Capricorn are an interesting polarity because Cancer is the heart and the emotions and the feelings. I'd love to hear what you see those, how you, every astrologer looks at the signs differently. I, I love hearing. To me, Cancer is the personal and the, the kind of the home emotional foundations and Capricorn's the public and the rules and the structure and the, you know, uh, how you are out in the wider world, the face you show. So there's been a lot of public, private, work-life rebalancing, mm -hmm. chaos between the two as the eclipses have kind of scooped all that up for us. What have you found so far? Yeah, well, I, I agree with that for the most part, but I would also add to it that um, this whole Cancer Capricorn family is is not only just the eclipses in Cancer Capricorn, we also have these power planets like Pluto, Saturn, and yes, Jupiter, yes, in also Capricorn. in Capricorn. So it's really just enhancing everything right. that's Capricorn and Cancer in our lives on that axis. Um, and we can look back to last time Pluto was in Cap and we had these eclipses in Cancer Cap. We made this freaking country in 1776. Right. That's right. You know? I mean, so these are meta cycles. And so I look at this time with so much energy in Capricorn as a time of total reconstruction on a personal, on a political level. I think we all need to be really conscious agents of change right now. Be conscious of the architecture of your life you're creating and what you're building in your life um, instead of just reacting. We're coming out of the space where there yeah. were so many planets in fire and there's so much anger, vitriol, everybody's reacting, reacting to Trump or this or that, or, yeah. you know, I get that. But at this point, we need to start building and yeah. we need to be building the future that we all want to live in, you know? Yeah. And, and uh, so I would really utilize this Capricorn energy to see each one of us as an architect of our lives and in the, fu of, uh, the future paradigm and world that us and our children will inhabit. I like um, that. I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, to kind of back up to what you were saying, so uh, when other planets make contact with the eclipses, the the moon and the sun and the nodes, then um, that 
adds, it's, it's like adding a new ingredient to a recipe. For those who are new to astrology, when we say that, you know, there's an eclipse in Capricorn, that's an event of change that brings up Capricorn energy for all of us, which is related to government and hierarchy and business and career and structures in our lives. But when you throw another planet in, in that sign or one that makes contact from another angle to that sign, then you're going, like I said, it's, it's like adding something else, a new ingredient or spice to the stew. So we had Pluto, which is deep transformation from the, the subterranean level up. And then we had Saturn, which rules structures and um, all things tangible. And now we have Jupiter, which magnifies and expands all in Capricorn as we're uh, finishing up this two-year series of eclipses in Capricorn and Cancer. So they're being, the eclipses are being flavored by these three planets, um, mm -hmm. just to give that idea, uh, that kind of yeah. yeah. And the North Node is in Cancer as well. So mm -hmm. where we all need to be facing and paying more attention to is actually the heart, is compassion, is really connecting on a deep heartfelt level to each other, listening more, having dialogues of understanding, even if people are not in total agreement with us, we need to be open to really understanding them more too. I feel like the Cancer North Node is yeah. so much pointing us to a direction of just greater empathy with others, even if they externally seem to not be in alignment. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, I mean, even though we're trying to kind of make astrology non-binary, you know, traditionally <laughs> cancer is associated with women and Capricorn with men or patriarchal, matriarchal structures. And indeed we are having, you know, the, the resurgence of feminism and just all of that, you know. Right, that's definitely Cancer North Node. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the North Node went into cancer on November 6th, 2018 which is when all these women leaders came into the U.S. government. And, me you too, know, as yeah, well. Yeah, Me Too was part of that because really the mm -hmm. first eclipse was in July 2018, and then the Me Too movement started, uh, was it? I'm like losing track of the years, but it was either October 2018 or yeah. 17. Yeah, 2018, right? When Jupiter went into Scorpio. Definitely, um, that was Jupiter and Scorpio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So wait, no, Scorpio said, well, anyway, yeah. it was part of Jupiter and Scorpio. Was it 2017? We can find yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, it was 2017. I'm, you know, the years, okay. they're flying into each other, but still, it was all happening while the North Node was in Cancer and the eclipses were. So, you know, part of the whole reorganizing of power and gender mm -hmm. as part of these eclipses. So, yeah. Yeah. So... So that's what we've got a, a little more work to do on. We're kind of wrapping it up with the grand finale Cancer Capricorn eclipses this year in 2020. So Rebecca, I would love to hear, you mentioned a little bit before, what do you think is really going on energetically with an eclipse? Probably the most intense astronomical activity that happens in the whole year. Basically an eclipse, um, one solar eclipse is, has the power of many, many new moons rolled into one. Basically, an eclipse is like a new moon, but if you imagine every new moon like a little wave in the ocean, mm -hmm. an eclipse is like a tidal wave of energy. Okay. It's a tsunami. Yeah, it's a tsunami. Mm -hmm. So it's so many new moons rolled into one. And similarly, a lunar eclipse is basically a full moon 
but it has the power of many full moons rolled into one. So the difference between any old new moon and a solar eclipse is that any new moon, you're going to have this alignment of the sun and then the moon and then the earth. But usually they're not in direct alignment. And usually only a few times a year do they all line up in one specific line of energy. And that would be on the day of an eclipse. Yeah. The reason they're so impactful and powerful for your lives is that our sun is basically uh, emanating light and light encodes information. In a way, our sun is sort of like this radio station that's blasting signals down onto planet Earth all yeah. the time. And that ain't light rock at an eclipse. Yeah. Yeah. It's not the easy listening station. Yeah. It's not the easy listening. <laughs> oh, no. So the sun is blasting down this radio station all throughout the year. We're all kind of moving to it, grooving, right? And then suddenly the moon blocks the light of the sun. The radio station turns off. Done. Okay, this is an interesting thing because the moon is basically like the hard drive of Earth. It, it circles the planet Earth, collecting information, collecting karma, stories, memories, all these things. And then it has this little interchange with the sun. It's almost like conveying to the sun, hey, I've learned all this. Turns the sun radio station off and then the, the moon goes to the other side and from there on after, the sun will no longer be able to access that old radio station. And that's why your lives will not be the same after an eclipse. Because it's like, you can't even go back to that old job, that old relationship, that old health or unhealthy pattern in your life, that old habit. It's not even available. It's like you've crossed the bridge and the bridge fell into the water. It's like cosmic cancel culture. You got canceled, son. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. Oh, it's like your favorite series is no longer airing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't even go back if you try. So that's sort of, I mean, that's the beautiful thing about eclipses too, because they really are here for you and your evolution. I'm here for it. I love evolution. You know, we're just, we want to be troopers here. We want to welcome in these eclipses and see what they have to teach us. Evolve me, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bring it on. Bring it on. So yeah, so that's an invitation for you because you will, I mean, the ancients used to fear eclipses because of that very reason they would you know, it's like someone suddenly turns out the, have you ever been in a room where someone suddenly turned out the lights or the power went out and you're like, whoa, 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 and you short circuit, you know, kind of what, what you were saying, you're disoriented and then you have to reorient your senses. And it's, it's a time, I would say prepare, like clearing the decks to prepare for that to happen. So, because you don't want to reorient to the old, you want to calibrate to the new. Absolutely. And so many of us have these instincts to go back to that old safety. Eclipses really teach you to live courageously and to jump into this new paradigm of your reality that's emerging. It's going to be scary and it's going to be like, mm, I don't know if I can do this, but that's exactly what you need to lean into during yeah. eclipse season. Yeah. So why don't we go through the 12 sun signs and get them ready for what they do need to lean into in 2020 as the eclipses happen. And let's give the dates of the eclipses. So they're in January and June and July, and then again, November and December this year. So, and we'll have, we'll have a, a little sheet or something with this, with this video that yeah. gives you the dates. So uh, of them exactly. So. so those are the times you really need to be open to change and 
clear as much space as you can and just um, invite in what is new. I want you all to think back to the year late 2000 and 2001 because that is when the similar metonic cycle of eclipses was happening and that happens every 19 years. So every 19 years of your life you're going to see similar themes show up and emerge and um, especially on the exact around the exact dates like December 26 um, of 2000 and January 10th 2001. So all of these eclipses will resonate in those years and as you were saying before too they also have some relevance to between 2008 and 2010. Right the nodes were in Cancer and Capricorn then but flipped around so but I uh, started my um, astrology business in wow. 2000, incorporated and everything. So, and now we're like moving to the next kind of phase of our business, even with starstruck and trying new things. And it's, it's definitely a full circle kind of evolution. So I myself see the cycle in my own life. Do you see it in yours at all or? Love that. Oh, 2000, 2001. Yeah, those were massively formative years. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm really looking forward to this. Yeah. But the good thing is, like, if those were kind of bad years, don't worry, because sometimes, like, you're older now, you're wiser, you're probably going to do things better this time around. So this is an opportunity to learn the lessons from mistakes made. Because I know I made some mistakes oh, in those God, years too, right? I was in my 20s. So, I definitely made mistakes. You can do things better this time around too, right? Um, what did you learn? How can you incorporate that in? So, yeah. So let's go through the 12 signs and get everybody ready for the Cancer Capricorn eclipse season and what to expect in the first half and some change of 2020. So let's start with the first sign, Aries. What do Aries need to know uh, about the eclipses this year? Well, Aries is one of these really lucky signs this year. I guess Aries and Aries rising, this is for you. Maybe you have a friend or a family member who's in Aries too. So this eclipse is in your house of vocation and career. That means that it is not only an eclipse there, but Jupiter's along with it. So this is one of your best, best career years ever. <laughs> so good. Not only is there an eclipse there conjunct Jupiter, but well, Jupiter's there, which is a planet of luck and abundance, right? Yeah. So end of December 2019, you're being launched with this big career success eclipse. And that sets the tone for their whole year, right? Yeah. So this is your year to think big. And sometimes the there's a challenge because we're thinking, I don't know if I can do that. There's all these, where I come from or whatever. There's a lunar eclipse simultaneously in the foundations of your chart. And that's saying, we're needing to flip the script on some old ways of seeing yourself and even changes into the place you live in because sometimes the place that you live in, even the color of the walls and the way it's set up, affects the way you think and you think about your aspirations and ambitions. Yeah. So this whole year is about home and career and changes you need to make within your home environment that will have impact on your career and raising the roof. So January 10th, you could be ripping up the floorboards and putting up the paint swatches and creating a new home office or maybe even packing things up to move for a big career change. Yeah. Maybe they'll move in the summertime as well when the eclipses yeah. hit the base. Yeah. Yeah. So Taurus, 
you've got the eclipses on your communication axis. Third house, which is local, mm -hmm. uh, and ninth house, which is global and international. A lot of new ideas, new information coming in. Yeah, the, this eclipse is great if, let's say, you're an educator, a teacher, you're starting a school, you're an online school, or you're going starting to a, school. Going to school. Or, writing, learn, yeah, mm -hmm. writers too. Yeah, good point. Maybe you're deciding to live uh, in another country as well, share your information, yeah, publishing a book. Um, all third, ninth house, communication, right. Right, and even the people that you spend time with, uh, both near and far, because uh, your peers and colleagues and neighbors are also part of it. So you could, you know, Tauruses are very loyal, but don't cling to that old group of friends or just the crew if it doesn't elevate you. I That's a great point. Yeah. yeah, they're really being challenged to open up and cast a wider net. Yeah. yeah. And also change their mindset. You know, I'm surrounded by Tauruses. I'm mm -hmm. married to a Taurus. And I love how tenacious they are about their ideas. But if you're a Taurus, like, these eclipses are going to really, I think, invite you to open your mind and have faith or like really believe in things that um, you don't have evident, tangible evidence and proof for. You know, the, there's a saying, you know, seeing is believing and or believing is seeing, you know. So you're yeah. going to flip that around. Mm -hmm. Be a little, un, you know, don't be so sensible. The eclipse is yeah. saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, take a risk. Take, take a, a risk. risk. Okay, yeah. Gemini's. Gemini's. So. All right, Gemini's. So you mutables. Um, now... Money eclipses. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is exciting because I feel like Gemini's, you know, being the sign after Taurus, money is actually a, a sort of theme that runs through your life because essentially there's a part of you that might have rebelled against the sign that came before you, mm -hmm. which is Taurus. Yeah. I said, oh, we care about ideas. Right. It's not, not about things. the money. Yeah. Right? So this eclipse is actually bringing in some deep financial themes into your life. And it's, an invitation, I would say, to start thinking about what is available and what actually, how how thinking about money differently and opportunity um, can actually have impact on you people around you. There are incredible financial opportunities coming into your life, not even the form of paycheck even. Maybe you have an idea and you want investors for it. You want to invest in something for a larger cause. There are bigger financial opportunities that we want to open up to. Right. The Capricorn theme is the eighth house, which is uh, shared endeavors, investments, like you're saying, um, even the way you share power and control. Because I have a theory that Geminis are closet control freaks. Ooh. <laughs> you know? Because they're so in their heads. They're just like, uh. And that eighth house Capricorn energy is going to demand vulnerability and openness. In order to share power, you have to release some control. So that's going to be maybe one of the most surprising things that even though you're the sign of the twins, that doesn't mean you merge. You may have like a partner, uh, but where do you allow your energy to overlap and lose a little bit of a sense of yourself in order to create a greater whole? So that's, you know, there may be some Gemini engagements or marriages as well, business or otherwise. Yeah. Um, and then just, yeah, new work, new money. We'll be hitting you up for a loan if there's a recession, <laughs> Gemini. <laughs> so let's yeah. go to Cancer. Cancers are in the 
in the spotlight of this oh, first yeah. 2020 eclipse. Wow, Cancer. Okay, yeah, their lives are changing a lot. I mean, yeah. whenever the eclipses are in your sign, you're ready for a complete 180, right? So first of all, let's talk about relationships. I want to talk about partnerships. I mean, not only love, but business as well. This is partnerships is your keyword throughout the year, Cancer. I would say um, the one thing that we really want to see is, is uh, well, we want to trust. You want to trust the partner because honestly, with Jupiter in your seventh house conjunct eclipse, you have a great opportunity this year. If you're looking for a business partner, this is your year to like find the perfect business partner. Also, it's a perfect year to get married. Holiday engagements oh, yeah. at the end of 2019. We, by the yeah. time this airs, there, there may be some cancers with a ring on it. Yeah. Uh, or a, a contract on it. You might get yeah, engagement, marriage, or find the business partner of your dreams. But this feels like such a good partnership. I mean. Yeah. I also think of the seventh house, which is what Cancer, uh, sorry, Capricorn rules for use your opposite sign as agents and representatives yeah, sometimes. Mm -hmm. So if you're a Cancer performer, or artist, or talent, like mm -hmm. consider having someone else represent you or mm, being idea. the agent for someone else. Yeah. Because sometimes they're really good at that too. So mm -hmm. I like that too. And it's funny because when we enter these new partnerships, the one challenge is like, there might be a part of you that is in the way. So as the lunar eclipse is around January 10th, you'll yeah. probably need to strip down a part of yourself that's actually not going to fly if you're going to go forward with this amazing partnership. There's yeah. always parts of us that are not going to work anymore. And this eclipse is inviting you to kind of take off that layer as well. Yeah, the January 10th yeah. Cancer lunar eclipse that's totally like get rid of the parts of you that don't work mm -hmm. and show parts of you that maybe you've been hiding too. Absolutely. The full moon is like Full frontal Vibrant. cancer. Yeah. yeah. Show your true colors. Go get for out it, of that, Get out of that shell already, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Leos. Leos. I always, they have, I always, I've been teasing Leos that they have the boring year of their dreams. So, <laughs> <laughs> because it is a little bit Why do you say that? A, well, oh yeah, I know I shouldn't say that to Virgo because it's the sixth house. But um, <laughs> I feel like 2019 for Leos was very like, Lights, camera, Leo, and now it's like, all right, party's over, clean up. It was so that I have a Leo rising, and I feel like yeah. it was so much fire. I'm ready for all these planets in Earth, though. Yeah, you're like ready for grounding. Like that grounding. So, yeah. how do you see the Cancer Capricorn eclipses playing out for Leo in their sixth and twelfth house? The wellness X mm -hmm. is your specialty. Yes. So, as Leo is such a solar radiant sign. These eclipses are actually an invitation to go inwards more and focus on your personal development, your spiritual life, your routines, and all of those things. Because honestly, right, you have to live in your body for the rest of your life. You have to have this body. Oh, and reminders. Yeah. I know, right? The sixth <laughs> wow. house. So really, this is about creating routines that will be sustainable for you for your, you know, subsequent years on the planet. And... I, and that's really important because as, um, as Leo Rising, I know we can be so in the moment of what's happening now yeah. and the fires, but it's, um, it will be actually a very grounding year where you'll develop practices, physical and spiritual practices mm -hmm. that you'll maintain throughout your life. I think we're seeing in this, the year kicks off with new health developments, routines that you will need in order to sustain your life. And at the same time, you're needing to let go of an old mental script. 
an old story as there's a lunar in your 12th house, right? Mm -hmm. So something that Just like a release and endings and healing. Yeah. Yeah. It could have been like a thought pattern or an emotional pattern. There's yeah. something that just needs to get kicked to the curb. Okay. Right. So let it go. Release Leo. Yeah. Yeah. So how about those Virgos, your people? My people, <laughs> those mutables. Okay, so Virgos. Um, I the guess eleventh and fifth house. Yeah. Well, the year kicks off with a solar eclipse in your fifth house of true love. Such a. I think it's a fun year coming up for Virgos. It's like just woo. You get to, you get to be, you get to be Leos this year. <laughs> Leos are Virgos in a way. Right. Right. It's an interesting year for Virgos for sure. So, um, the first thing we're gonna see is the solar eclipse wakes up the fifth house so it's about new love it's about fertility maybe there's an engagement there too more creativity and fun so virgos are actually going to have more fun for a change right um i yeah. think virgos are actually a lot of fun yeah they're the not those librarians that never dance on no. the tables right they are dancing librarians <laughs> is what they are they're definitely librarians but that dance know, on the tables or whatever yeah exactly <laughs> Lampshade on the head library. I don't know yeah. about that, but we'll skip that. I'm a Virgo. <laughs> Not all of them, but I know some. Yeah, but yeah, I know some, a lot of burlesque dancer Virgos. Oh, really? Yeah. It's technique, though. Anyway, sure. we digress. Although maybe that is something for you to do. Because with all this fifth house performative energy coming in from the eclipses, mm -hmm. I think Virgos who have a talent that's spotlight worthy may find themselves with the cameras rolling this year. Yeah, so creative. Yeah. And at the same time, the Lunar's in their 11th, so you're really going to be getting clear on your tribe. Like, yeah. sometimes we just work with people that we happen to be working with on a project, and that's not the way I want you to be, Virgo. I want you to be super intentional about the people you surround yourself with and that you're all lifting each other up and working together, that you all have a similar sort of worldview, and these are the people you've chosen. They're chosen family. So you're sort of maybe clearing out people that you really don't want to be with actually yeah that january lunar eclipse now lunar eclipses mm -hmm. like we said they happen at full moons and there's one on january 10th mm -hmm. in cancer so um that can mark an abrupt departure or joining or opportunity so i could see you know some virgos um, yeah parting ways with the group suddenly or being ushered into a new collaborative a project new group, I see maybe too. something that's like got an activist bent or something um for a cause. A group too. of like-minded people, your tribe. You're really finding yeah. your tribe this year, especially in the June-July series too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. And there is, um, you know, I have to mention this just because it's at the base of the Virgo chart too. We have that, um, that lunar in Sagittarius that shows just questions around home and living space as well in the June eclipse series. The, yeah, there's a June. Yeah, you could move in June if you're yeah. a Virgo. Mm -hmm. Yep, if you didn't move in 2019 with Jupiter right. there. Yeah, yeah so, that was the best time to move. Yeah, but there's moving energy if you didn't get around to packing that U-Haul up. You can do it again. Or it just changes around home and the way you see home. Things yeah. like that. Home, family. Mm -hmm. So Libras. Libras. Okay. Um, Speaking of home and family, you also have the the career and home, fourth house, 10th house. So good. If there was a year, I would say, or like January even, is, is an amazing month for you to find. If you didn't already find a new place in yeah. December. See, I, I or always- Or a root, set down, put, it, put down roots. Yeah, yeah, what were you gonna say, sorry. I mean, I always tell people, 
every 12 years when Jupiter's in your fourth house, that is hands down your time to move. Like you'll probably move into a place with high ceilings, big windows, all the closet. Yeah. It's just going to be Jupiterian. It's going to be wonderful. So and if you right. like your house, like maybe you want to get a, a new property or actually my Libra little sister moved <coughs> in 2019 with Jupiter mm -hmm. there. Um, so yeah already getting ahead of things so yeah. all the capricorn energy so yeah your but your vision of home and family you know if you're making a new year's eve vision board of any kind or new year's day i think that december 26 capricorn eclipse is going to show you exactly what you're going to want to put on it and i bet a lot of libras are going to have themes of home family comfort connection mm -hmm. self-care is a really big oh, yeah. theme Libras Isn't well. it interesting that they're also having the lunar in their 10th at the beginning of the year? It's almost yeah. showing like maybe they're put in the spotlight in their career and at that point they can make decisions like, okay, do I really want to be doing this or not? Yeah. So you might decide to leave a profession or a line of work you've been in for a long time when that January 10th eclipse comes. And if you're feeling that, by all means, jump to the other cliff and let the bridge fall because yeah. something better is waiting in the wings. Well, what's really interesting about Libras is they are an air sign, so they tend to be in their heads thinking and weighing and measuring. And uh, all this fourth house emotional energy okay. Uh, even at the end of 2019, is going to put you really in touch with your feelings and intuition. So if you do make a big career jump of any kind, it's actually going to be driven by emotions, by yeah. heart, not just head. Not like Libras aren't heart-centered, but um, yeah, really tuning in and, and giving your feelings a place at the table too. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I feel like that June 21st eclipse is really going to help get them into that dream career as well like you know, the second half of the year has more to do even with connecting to your full vision and your career as yeah. well yeah so really like as pay attention to what feels good because that's going to inform any changes you make to your career when the eclipses sweep in and shake things up anyway mm -hmm. <laughs> so how about those scorpios then they're also uh communication okay. uh driven eclipses and the you know yeah. the the end of 2019, a third house eclipse, and then a solar eclipse, yeah. Yeah, Scorpios, I feel like this is going to be great for a few things, their writing, their contracts, agreements. Scorpios are such good negotiators as well, so I feel like they might be negotiating this really wonderful contract that will help you. This year is key for meeting people and making connections. The people you meet now, you'll probably know for a very long time. This is your big networking year, Make friends, Scorpio. Yeah, you got you got to leave the house. <laughs> got to leave oh the cave. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes they don't want to. But right. but yeah, allies, friends, synergies, kindred spirits. Maybe even rethinking the area of town you live in, or looking for new places to spend time where you'll actually meet people who are on your wavelength. Absolutely. And then how about that January tenth lunar eclipse in their ninth house of travel and study and entrepreneurship yeah that's going to be exciting for you scorpio as well maybe you're graduating uh, around mid-january so a course you've been in for a while and you're recognizing your greater aspirations of where you'd like to go in the world this is interesting because you know six months later when we get the opposite eclipses we have um, the solar eclipse in your ninth house 
but shows this is a big year for your communication, sharing your message with the world. Yeah. Um, the world is ready for what you have to share right now. So Teaching, learning, getting people to see things through a bigger lens, yeah. sharing your vision. You know, you've been... And Scorpios always have a vision, whether they tell the world about it or not. So yeah, it's kind they of tend a, to keep it in a Ziploc bag until yeah. it's perfect. Yeah, right? well, this is like a cosmic coming out party for you. The yeah. eclipse is this year. It's been building up, but, you know, last call in 2020, because those eclipses aren't going to come back again like this for another 19 years, 18, 19 years, depending how you look at them. So, yeah. Yeah. Get out that message, market yourself, share. Don't yeah. expect people to read your mind just because you can read theirs. <laughs> That's what I always tell Scorpios. Okay, should we talk about Sagittarius now? Well, of course. It's my sign. We better. Uh, okay. Yes. Let's, let's talk about those financial eclipses coming for Sagittarius. Yeah, let's. Yeah. Okay, so there's a solar eclipse in your second house, which is the house that rules money, finances. Mm -hmm. For you... And you. <laughs> yeah. And it's, this is at the end of December with, with our ruling planet Jupiter side by side. This is Santa Claus has come into town. I look at the second oh. house, though, like crops, like farmland. So you all Sagittarians have these crops you've been cultivating and they happen to be worth a lot. You have these talents that you have that the world might not fully know about yet. So this is your year to bring those talents out to, you know, bring them to the truck, bring them to the farmer's market, and you know what you mean, that means in your life. Yeah. For maybe you have um, a photography hobby that you're ready to take to the magazines. Maybe you've been writing something, you're ready for it to become a book. Maybe you've been working on something behind the scenes, and now it's time to take it to production. Video uh, series with other astrologers, it's gonna come out four days later, you know, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Sag yeah, those the big projects that you've been sort of working on with mm -hmm. Jupiter and Sag all of 2019. Well, now it's time to monetize and share and yeah, bring it to the right. market. I like that. Bring it to the market. I love bring a good farmer's crops. market uh, That's analogy. That's my Virgo metaphor. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. Sag is, we love to be in the market too. And then how about that January 10th lunar eclipse in the eighth house, which is... Yeah. You know the the in the, the where you're merging with other people. That that might be an intense mm -hmm. one. For well, Sages. I, I mean, yeah. it's good because this lunar eclipse. I mean, these are both good eclipses. I like they the lunar trines Neptune. This is basically there. Neither one has has an issue with it. In fact, they're both very positive in this whole first half of the year. It has is strong, but the second one is actually inviting in partnerships, inviting merging agreements, working with other people greater collaborations and so much creativity is there with that. It just looks good Power because of couplings. the trines. Yeah. Yeah. The trine with Neptune. So Neptune. Yeah. There's wonderful creativity, merging partnerships and things like that. Now there may okay. be some uh, bonds or partnerships that change or dissolve because lunar True. eclipses will sweep away the one, the things that no longer serve you. But okay. uh, it sounds like from what you're looking at with Neptune, uh, in the in the picture that it's gonna really magnetize ones that are very spiritually in sync yeah it. i notice sometimes lunar eclipses absolutely burn up the crops that we don't need anymore yeah. but other times they bring up a harvest and yeah. it's like 
done. Okay, look at that. Listen, I'll, I'll take that optimistic view for my side. It's a good lunar. Sure. I mean, you know, I talk differently if it's like a lunar conjunct Pluto. Okay, we're definitely burning up the crops. And then they're like singed and singed again. And that's but... <clears throat> July 2019. Uh, <laughs> yeah, did you feel that... Uh, Oh, yeah. Pluto circling around. So Mid-July 2019, <laughs> yeah. let's just invite everybody to look back. That's kind of what she was talking That was a lunar eclipse that had an intense contact with another planet. So I was like, you're making, you know, chicken soup and someone puts vinegar in it or something, you know? That's an ingredient that doesn't always pair well with uh, the eclipse. So, but, but it's there, so you got to work with it. Yeah. Yeah, so you got. We can't control what the planets are doing. We can just look ahead and see. All right, that's coming. So, how do I plan for this? Right, astrology helps you learn about what to wear and how if you decide to go outside or not, and how you're going to yeah. navigate your journey out there in the world. Yeah. Right. So Neptune is very. Neptune can be deceptive and illusion spinning. So we got to watch for that in January. But it's also enchanting and magical and full of fantasy and imagination and manifesting. So. I'm excited. I can't wait to catch up with you around I that and, and get the DL on all this. Come and count millions with me. No, I'm all right. <laughs> we'll make it rain. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Kidding. Well, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's what go say there, about Sash. Neptune. Yeah, exactly. Come on. Bring it on, babe. Okay. <laughs> so Capricorn, right, another, the other sign in the eclipse hot seat. Mm -hmm. What an amazing day December 26, 2019 is for Capricorn. I, I feel like Capricorns had it so tough, like 2011 to 2015, the whole Uranus-Pluto square. Like, you've been through a lot. Life has not been easy for you, Caps. So we're happy to tell you that Jupiter's entering your sign yeah. with a solar eclipse. Life is suddenly getting a lot brighter. But it's because of you. It's because you're intentionally choosing to go a different road. This is so interesting, what I'm looking at here, because it shows that... All the planets gather in your sign, giving you a new sense of optimism and opportunity that wasn't present in the last nine years, it seems like. Yeah. I mean, we're at December 26, 2019. We have the Sun, Moon, uh, Jupiter, Pluto, and Saturn all in Capricorn. Then we've got Mercury coming yeah. in a couple days later. It's like five, six planets and the South Node. And it's just like... Capricorn extravaganza happening as we go into the new decade. Like, mm -hmm. if it's not all about you and your life yet, then you're doing something wrong because it is all about you and the world right now. So Absolutely. Own it. Come own on it. out. And as that happens, the lunar eclipse on January 10th will really show you what this certain relationship is about. It's like, okay, are we going to marry this person or are we going to honor them and let this relationship dissolve. Yeah. But it, things are coming to a head and it's becoming very clear. Um, generally during eclipse season, the rule is to lean into what feels challenging and uncomfortable, but yeah. growth. Let's just say your so. relationships are gonna go through a metamorphosis mm -hmm. for sure. Like, I, I mean, it's true, they could go bust and you may decide to move on in January from a, a relationship but there's also an opportunity to transform one we've got Neptune they're healing around a relationship I see yeah, yeah I was gonna say because we have the solar eclipse for you as well in uh, in July or, or late June mm -hmm. um, because we have the solar on June 21st 
it seems like this relationship is, if it's not that relationship, if they don't commit to that, they're mm -hmm. actually meeting somebody else six months later. Yeah. That feels very serious. You're not going to so be alone. You I know. feel like caps yeah. on the expedited evolution relationship track this year. Right. Do know. not hang on to less than you deserve no. just to not be alone, Capricorn, because no. actually you're the best company in town. Uh, I feel like, yeah, shake really? off all the, well, okay, fine. That's a root. Yes, Capricorns, I love you, even if no one else does. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Capricorn jokes. I can't believe like you dad said that. jokes. Uh, well, I they're mean, dad they've got jokes. Jupiter, so like, they're like. Yeah, Capricorn jokes are definitely synonymous with dad jokes. Right. I mean, yeah. even in astrologically synonymous with dad jokes. I can't. But, but, okay. Well, let's just, all right. Okay, that was maybe a little optimistic, but I'm gonna hang out with anyone who's Jupiter in their sign because it's my money eclipse year. I gotta shake them down. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> well, totally. If you if you do spend time with somebody who has Jupiter in their sign, you will absolutely feel those rays of abundance too. Yeah. So okay, great. No, nobody hang out with Capricorns. I'll be over there with them. Don't let the secret out. But <laughs> I think you know, relationship-wise, they are gonna be feeling good about themselves. They are gonna be radiant well and yeah. They will be good to be around, but I think as you're launched into the new decade from this Capricorn solar eclipse, you're like, oh, it's almost like you look in the mirror and you finally recognize yourself. And so that is, of course, going to change the way you do relationships because you're going to be like, oh, I deserve this and oh, I need this. Oh, I recognize who I am. So mm -hmm. the people around you probably will have to adjust yeah. or bust, right? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Agreed. We'll see. And we'll talk to you on January 11th and see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, right. Aquarius. Yes. You patient last two signs mm -hmm. that have to listen to everyone else's forecast. So what about those Aquarius? Yeah, but hopefully you all, you know, listen to your rising sign too, and you found True. something in some of the other signs or maybe your friend's sign. Right. So, I mean, we always know somebody that's another sign. You always so, do. And you're right? like, oh, I got to tell my... Right. Make know. sure you tell them. Tell okay. my Taurus friend while I wait for my Pisces horoscope, <laughs> what I heard. So, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, Aquarians have... Aquarians. Uh, they've got the health and wellness axis mm -hmm. as well, like Leo's, 12,006. That's a very yeah. un-Aquarian year in a lot of ways. Though. It is. Yeah. I mean, similar to Leo, like, you're actually being forced to focus on the fact that you have a body. We know you come from the mothership. <laughs> And you are <laughs> those all those things up there. Yeah. But you also incarnate it onto Earth and have a body. And this is a year to focus on that body. Get to know it. Know what your body needs. The first half of the year is actually going to be more focused on your thought patterns. Your emotional body and your mental body. Your spiritual body. Yeah. The parts of you that people don't necessarily see. But you're going to need to... Um, it's almost like there's a new beginning. There's a new birth there. Totally. Which, um, I'm going to say a new spiritual practice yeah. of some kind may arise mm -hmm. uh, on the cusp of 2020. That's going to, if you don't have one, it mm -hmm. doesn't, I'm not talking religion, but mindfulness, anything that connects you. The body is, you know, whether it connects to, whether you do it through your body, even yeah. an exercise program that becomes almost like a religious experience for you. It totally um, is a religious which, experience. Yeah, like uh, ask anyone at Soul Cycle or whatever. You yeah, know, my but, martial arts classes are so religious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen to the Virgos yeah. because that's who you're going to be emulating from these eclipses this year, like connecting to the body. I mean, your emotions are located in your body. So Aquarians are going to want to really 
have a wellness slash spiritual rolled into one even yeah. better practice. So true. And if there's one time out of the whole year to let go of a habit and never go back, it will be January 10th. There's a lunar eclipse in your sixth house of health, hands down. I've never seen anybody go back to a habit that they end on a lunar eclipse in their house of health. Wow. Okay, cigarettes <laughs> Take that one. or, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. Red one, whatever. Yeah. Whatever it is you've had enough of. Okay, that's great advice. I love advice like that. Cut that, have your last drink January 9th or whatever. So, well, maybe not your last drink, depends. But speaking of drinks, Pisces. What? <laughs> Oh my, I can't take it, okay. <laughs> that was a Sag moment. They're a water sign, what? They happen to love a good drink, but no. So our last but not least, Pisces, you have the eclipses in your fifth and 11th house, romance and friendship axis. Mm -hmm. How are they gonna recalibrate with yeah. this December Capricorn eclipse? Well, I love this late December eclipse, which sets the tone for the years because, yeah, as you said, it's in their 11th house, which is about groups, community. So Pisces are really needing to lean into their community more. Mm -hmm. You have yeah. friends, you have groups, there's people that actually really want to help you. And you should not be going into 2020 with a plan of just you navigating the world on your own, in your own vehicle. Or you helping all those people that don't really deserve your help like yes. you often do this Man, is the people pisces surround themselves with can be yeah. something else right this upgrade. is your year upgrade for sure this is a big upgrade year and it's asking you to join forces with people that you really look up to and respect mm -hmm. and these people respect you as well we don't want to be looking down anymore and just helping these people up now is your time to level up and align with the people that your heart is actually in alignment with all the good things will come through collaborations this year for yeah. Pisces. Now, I think um, the 11th house is also sometimes politics. And mm -hmm. um, so you may get, you know, get yourself a seat on city council or, yeah. you know, the, it's Mayor Pisces time with these eclipses. It's time to step up. Pisces can be incredible leaders because they're so, so compassionate mm -hmm. and they really know how to honor people but they can they have a tough side when they're on a mission and they have a cause so if you can connect to a cause that really like speaks to your soul you can really find a post of leadership and a purpose Absolutely. in 2020 and then you get some love maybe uh yeah with the lunar eclipse on january 10th which can also mean a pregnancy some pisces need to know that too yeah, yeah. so whatever that means for you if it means be careful or it's a good thing but <laughs> <Right>. i actually <laughs> right it's a very True. fertile one it's trying neptune so it's sort of a good yeah. lunar yeah. um then in the second half of the year right there's the solar eclipse in the sign of cancer and i thought that was also interesting because that's very much the second half of the year will also speak very much about fertility and love especially the week of june 21st yeah. i the sec i mean if if you're not in a relationship uh the second half will hold the most promise in meeting somebody who is um who you might be with for a very long time as well Bring also, on that, that can be summer solstice loving. Yeah. yeah. Also, fertility too. So, yeah. fertility, love are big themes. At the same time, um, you'll be cleaning house and letting go. You know, I'm deleting some of these 
um, people from your phone and things like that too, probably. Believe well. me, every Pisces phone has at least ten delete-worthy contacts. I agree. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess. Just like we said, yeah. eclipses will triple your luck. I'm gonna say ten. As we said before, eclipses are mostly about creating space, and in order to invite new energy into your life you actually might have to get rid of some of the people and energies and places and things that were taking up space. Listen to um, this Virgo, clean up, clean up and make space. It all That's comes the, back you know, I mean, I, Of course you like eclipses, they're the ultimate hygienists of the, of the zodiac or the sky. Yeah. Pure bleach. Right. <laughs> exactly, but non-toxic, no, environmentally non friendly bleach, bleach exactly. <laughs> Burn up the fields, bleach and all that. I know, I love it. It's so, so burn the crops, says the Virgo. But you're right. Pisces actually, are doing this big time. Yeah, but all of us. I mean, yeah. I think that Virgos especially would probably really love the energy of an eclipse. Like, let's do this. Let's do this right. now. It's the merging of productive and we're, you know, we're moving forward, but also we're just getting rid of all of that unnecessary stuff that's in the way of our productivity. And then there's excitement of new possibilities. Cause I, mutable. I think what I've, yeah. Mutables love eclipses. I find that yeah. for the most part, yeah. um, mutable signs are like, yeah, let's do it. And that's Gemini, Virgo, Sag and Pisces. But all of us can, can love them too, because there's, yeah, there's on the, on the other side of that cleanup is the mystery and the excitement of a new possibility yeah. that when we can get past our fear, mm -hmm. like that's how we evolve. You said evolutionary. Right. That was one of the words yeah. you started with. Totally. Eclipses are about evolution. So I feel like the, the bigger message with this is to trust these eclipses, to trust the messages. These are times where you need to observe a lot more. You need to listen more, listen more than you talk, observe more because they will come into your life with distinct messages. And this is about cultivating your listening so that you can actually hear the messages and what they are. And if, if you don't listen, the rug does get pulled out from under your feet in eclipse season. And if that happens, well, then go with it. Welcome There'll be it another in. one six months later anyway, right? Yeah. For you to do it over. But you don't. They are here to help it. you, though. They're, you're here to make corrections. And these eclipses are when the nodes of destiny align with the sun and moon and your karmic destiny sort of comes into the eye of a needle and you come back into alignment if you've been sort of off somewhere. And sometimes that journey, that boomerang, you're, when you're thwarted back in, is what that pulling out the rug feels like, you know? Yeah, but I mean, it's you're... always up to you is what I hear you saying. Like you can choose to meet the eclipses and the change they bring and that destiny moment. Um, passively or proactively. If you're passive about it, you might be like, oh my God, everything's happening to me. If you find yourself saying that, everything's falling apart. But if you, do, if you meet it proactively, you can say, all right, this isn't working out. Let me not force an outcome. What, what do I need to learn? What do I need to change? So that's really the invitation is to meet them from an empowered place of like, what do you got? listen like you said you're a co-creator here with these eclipses and i would say draw in the power bring it in work with it dance with it they're here to help you yes. so i wish you all a beautiful eclipse season yeah thank you thank you for coming and uh where can people find you or is there anything you want to share about that you're working on that you're excited about in 2020 sure well my website is called rebecca gordon astrology.com just my name 
yeah, plus astrology. I have it in the notes okay, here, that's yeah. all down mm -hmm. there. I have I, I've been running an astrology school here for 15 years, so I have a year-round classes. My next upcoming class is called Astrology for Entrepreneurs, hmm. and that will be in March. So you can check it all on the link below on my site. And uh, there's a whole lot of other classes to see there too. I run a beginner's astrology class and many more. So awesome. thank you. Yeah, thanks for coming. Thank you. I had so much fun with you. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Happy Bye. New Year.